Welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Miranda and Adam. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. Hello. How is everybody tonight? It's just the three of us. Just the three of us. We can make it if we try. You know just I, We don't have to pay royalties since I changed the lyrics. I don't know why you're not in Vegas right now with your own show. Like, <laughs> I'm confused about it. So, good job, Adam. <laughs> It's 10 days till Christmas. Are you guys all ready? No. I'm totally ready, actually. I've, I've been ready. Okay, let me just tell you something. I, I get ready really early anyway because I'm always afraid that I won't get the stuff I need to get, and then my kids will be sad on Christmas Day. But this year, because I heard there were so many shortages, I shopped really early. So you guys nice. didn't shop early? I've got everything. But like nothing is wrapped. Um, okay. I've got a couple of holes to fill in, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, I guess going, more to do. Thinking of going like one more time, like just like a quick little like stocking stuffer run. But I do need to do a stocking yeah. stuffer run. That I gotta do. Gotta get some. Time. I find I find those are the worst. That's that's like the worst. And wait till your kids get older, Miranda. You will be like, who knows what to get them. For stocking stuffers, because you can't get them cute little fun things. They don't want that anymore. They want like you know, yeah, a car. <laughs> yeah, right now they're good with the snacks. They get real excited yeah. about the snacks. Yeah, exactly. Yep, I remember those days. It's it was only a few years ago, which is really crazy. Okay, so tonight we thought we would do kind of a hodgepodge show. There's a couple new things that Adam experienced. I got to go eat a good steak. And Miranda is going to give us a couple new stories. So let's go ahead and start with Adam. He's going to tell us about PhilharMagic. Yeah, so if you didn't know, PhilharMagic in, in both coasts, in Disney, uh, at California Adventure and in Walt Disney World, has been updated to include a scene from the movie Coco. The song Un Poco Loco, um, which takes place, I'm not entirely sure, but it's where Miguel is in the land of the dead, I guess, and there's a little, everybody's a bunch of skeletons, right? They did not remove a song from this show. They added it in, so the show is a little bit longer than it used to be, and it's between the I Just Can't Wait to Be King and the You Can Fly songs. Um when they read, when they added this show or this song, they also like updated, I guess, the film of the of the movie, and it is completely different and it's beautiful and it is not grainy. And I felt when they did the aerial scene, I felt like I was underwater. I mean, that's how clear it is, and the screen in in Florida, the screen is like I don't know, hundred and 80 degrees, 120 degrees, it's huge. And I felt like I was underwater. So don't sleep on this attraction because they have really updated it. And it's it's like night and day. I was shocked how good it was when I saw it. Isn't that something we always skip? You know, you like only go in there if it's like really hot or really yes, cold out. Yes, they had great AC yeah. in there. Yeah, they really did. Really good yeah. AC. That's really good to know, though, Adam, because... You know, my kids do like those movies a lot and they get, you know, they think it's a fun show. So we'll definitely go back again. Thank you for that report. Mm-hmm. OK, Miranda, what's your first story? 
Okay, do you guys want to go Disney World or Disneyland first? Oh, let's do World, and then we'll save the best for last. Okay, so <laughs> Tuesday, there was a small fire near Cinderella's Castle um, around 6.45 in the evening. Fire truck showed up. It was, let's see, their exact quote was that it could have been um, debris from the fireworks show at the castle and some combination of electrical fire is what they believe happened. No one was hurt. There was somebody that inhaled some chemicals. They were treated at the scene. That's all that we've been told, but it doesn't seem to have done any permanent damage. The castle is fine. Castle is fine. I got excited. Yeah. I thought we were going to get a refurb on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nope. everything's good. Everyone is fine. So since everybody's that fine, um, since everybody's fine, the internet went went uh, crazy, and there's the video of the fire trucks and the ambulance going down Main Street with the lights on, and somebody overlaid the song, the Baroque Hoedown song from Main Street Electrical Parade. Oh no! <laughs> I will. Um, I'll post that to the. Page I need to see we, this when we put this out. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those, you know, sitting around with the family in the evening and my phone is blowing up. You know, the castle is on fire. I was like, oh, my God. No, yeah. it was not ever on fire. It was fine. That's uh, the way the Disney universe is, like, yeah. online. There's any small thing can happen. And it just gets blown really far out of proportion. And all these blogs start reporting things and everything. And then later you're like, okay, it was really nothing. So, but people love that. I don't know why. Yeah, it was it was a trending topic for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. I have never seen I have never seen real vehicles on Main Street. That is kind of cool though. I saw the pictures. I was like, you know, they're so big. <laughs> it's like they're kind of dwarfing everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm glad everything was okay, in all seriousness. We don't need a refurb on Main Street um, or on the castle. Okay, all right, let's go ahead and go back to Adam. You went on another attraction that you want to tell us about. I did. So the Christmas uh, season, Living with the Land has a, uh, I guess you could call it an overlay, right? So they call it uh, Merry and Bright Nights. And they have a lot of uh, topiaries that are layered with Christmas lights. They have Christmas like present displays. They have <laughs> so a couple of things that they have that I really want. Like they have Living with the Land wrapping paper on the Christmas gifts, and I'm like, why can't they sell that for us to purchase? <laughs> I like I like obscure, you know, Disney. Uh, souvenirs like wrapping paper um they have stockings with i guess the scientists names in the hanging in the window of like the lab towards the end where you make that turn and there's supposed to be uh fda a uh, u.s u.s no no not fda u.s department of agriculture usda scientists working with uh, disney to um, help you know produce crops better and i think the best part well one of the best parts is the narration is different it's it's kind of like helps you see what you know christmas holiday type agriculture plants is being used around the world and um 
and when they one of the not to spoil it but when they go through the part where the fish tanks are they talk about the uh, feast of the seven fishes which is a southern italy uh, christmas eve tradition and uh, it's something that not a lot of people know about and it was really cool to hear that on an epcot ride during christmas time um something that like you know like something like a family like type secret and now everybody's going to know about Adam, everybody knows about that. Well, I'm not even kidding. Everybody knows that you some get people like, don't. <laughs> you get fillet of fish. You get I don't know some Arthur treachers, whatever. No, I'm kidding. Everybody knows about the piece of the seven fishes, though. Fine. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What? Oh, I, I got a question about that. How? What is it? A specific type of fish, or can you have any fish? Well, we just kind of do whatever we like, but it's supposed to be. Like Southern Italian, like uh, like uh, schmelz is the one that we always have, which is a very smelly, the little, fish. Yeah. little smelly small fish. Yeah. Things like sardines, those kinds of things. Yeah. But um, sounds like a kind disgusting of, night. Oh yeah, no, it's the house smells. Um, it's bad, but uh, <laughs> but we enjoy it. Enjoy it. But you don't smell that when you're on Living with the Land. It's all it smells like uh, it smells like Christmas. So okay. I saw some pictures that you posted somewhere of that, and it looked awesome. I'm trying to go back and find them. I need to look at those again. It yeah. looked really cool. I love that ride. And that is you really should ride it at night because mm. I, I, that's when I wrote it. I'm assuming the lights are lit during the day. I just don't know how well it comes through because I mean, as you know. Their greenhouses let in all the sunlight, so it, I'm sure it's washing out whatever you're seeing. So that is definitely a ride at night um, attraction that you're going to want to ride tip. until, you know, the first week of January. But, yeah, go uh, go check it out. And if uh, you're not there, I'm, hopefully it comes back next year. I'm sure it will come back next year. Like, it seems like every year they've done a better job at decorating it more and putting more stuff in. Because I remember, like, a few years ago... They had like a cactus with Christmas lights on it or something. And now they've got all this other stuff. So it's cute. <laughs> um, okay. Um, let's go on to Miranda again. You've got another story. This is a better one. Do. Yes. This one's a good one. Okay. So, you know, they're about to do the refurb on Toontown out in Disneyland. But before they do that, and that's going to be in March, you can now rent out Mickey's house and it's $350 for 90 minutes, which, okay. And so you get a lot with this. I was surprised. I feel like this is not as expensive as comparable things. I was surprised because I have little kids. If I were to do this type of a party at a, you know, a kid's play facility, I feel like it would definitely be $350. And I mean, how cool is it to do it in Disneyland? So you can rent his house 90 minutes, 10 guests, no more than 10. That includes infants. And you have to have one 18 plus person in there. You get a group photo with Mickey Mouse. So he obviously comes and visits. That's cool. You get, it says, receive complimentary downloads of Disney PhotoPass digital photos taken during the event. You get to decorate cupcakes. So they're obviously providing cupcakes. Um, participate in hands-on crafts and games designed to delight. 
little ones and grown-ups alike. So they're providing all of the entertainment and the stuff. Also, get quicker entry to Gadget's Go Coaster at the end of your celebration. So you're getting walked to the front of the line. I mean, 10 guests, $350 an hour and a half. That seems like a pretty good one to me. That's cheaper than Chuck E. Cheese, probably. Yeah. I mean, and it's no cleaner, jokes. no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we priced out some of this stuff, you know, and they're not, you know, the places in Atlanta. Right. The only issue would be you have to have park tickets. It's not like, you know, a regular thing where you invite all your kids. Right. But But also, like, this isn't something that, you know, probably I'm going to do with my daughter and nine of her friends that I fly out there. Like, I'm not doing that. But for a local who has a you know, annual pass and wants to do something different in the parks for their kid's birthday. This is great. This is all day. I would do this. Yeah. I think it's adorable. And there are a lot of people with, you know, extended families and everything yeah. who have passes, although not so much now, I think. Right. I think that, you know, you're, you're seeing a lot less of that for one thing. Mm. It's, it's harder to get a pass. I mean, right now I think True. aren't all of them cut off. So um, but yeah, no, I, I actually think that's adorable. I would. Um, I'm surprised they didn't come in like double that price. Yeah. Like if they had me told too. me $600, I'd have been like, of course it is. Of course it is. Well, and I think they say one person needs to be 18 plus. But look, mm-hmm. I think we just figured out Adam's next birthday. Right. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he would love this. Oh my God! I just thought of something, Miranda. We're supposed what? to go out there for a training in the fall. When's his birthday? No, us, the agency. Oh, us, yeah. How much fun. Oh, yeah, you don't get to go, Adam. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Oh, it'll that be would be awesome. Then. That's the only downside. So how that long would be it fun. take them to refurb? Because I'm guessing if this makes money for them after they do the refurb, this is still going to be an option. I think it's going, I think I read into 2023. Yeah, it's, so the refurb is till next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're starting it in March. All yeah. right, we're going to put that one on our bucket list. You know what? Let's put that on our bucket list. That would be really fun. I was. Okay. Yeah, that's actually an awesome idea. Um, <laughs> it's okay. not going to stay $350. I'm going to go ahead and tell you if you've got the opportunity to book this, call us because yeah. after this is refurbed, this will be $650. I'm going to put money on that right now. It's it's really an Market adorable idea. The it's only thing so I, huge. Again, the only thing I see it being an issue with is just logistically getting you know having enough people that you are going to the parks with you know yeah. because you know it would also, need to be like a family trip or your locals and all your yeah. friends have passes too yeah absolutely also, does um did they say that uh is it in the back area where they're doing meet and greets normally or is it actually in the house i mean it sounds like it's in the house it I don't doesn't. know that you can fit a I don't piece know. in like one of those little rooms. Yeah, the houses are adorable. You've been in them, right? Yes, yes. Uh, well, I've I probably only been through Mickey's, I think. Yeah, I think they could have. You could probably get, you know, have a lot of room for like ten people. There's some back areas there. Mm-hmm. That would just be adorable. Okay. I'm All reading right. the fine print. I'll get back to you if I can find this. Yeah, that's adorable though. It's cute. Speaking of things that are new. 
Steakhouse 71 just opened a couple months ago, and I haven't been over there yet, and I've heard very good things. I've also heard some bad things about it, and um, I want to check it out. Now, if you don't know where that's at, if you remember where the Wave is located on the first floor over the at the Contemporary, it's that location. And they refurbed it some. It's a lot lighter. You know, it's color-wise, it's very lighter. Um, it's bright and uh, more open than it was before. But other, but it's not a big space, so they didn't do a ton to it. Um, what they did do was give you a fantastic menu. And Bridget would be happy to know that the eggs and bacon, which is one of their appetizers they had at the Wave from the very beginning, that's still on the menu. That's really good. I actually had that. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but they've also got steak. And I didn't have very high expectations because generally speaking, I think if you're looking for steak in a Disney restaurant, it's Le Cellier, which I think is my favorite right now, or Yachtsman, which I think needs some work at the moment. So I didn't have very you know, high expectations of what I would find there. Um, but I ended up having probably the best steak I've had on Disney property in a very long time. And all I had was the filet. So I would say, check it out. We had the eggs and bacon. It's sort of like famous. It's just an egg on top of some cheese grits and pork belly. That was excellent. Um, was not that impressed with the brioche that you can order as an appetizer. Um, the chicken dish was kind of just so-so. My daughter didn't care for it. But the steak was phenomenal. And I ended up having that and some asparagus. And it was it was a really good meal. So if you can get a reservation there, definitely go check it out. I loved it. So, so for people who don't know, um, Epcot has a festival pretty much every month now, which we are not complaining about. We love that. And the current one is Festival of the Holidays, which the one thing I noticed about it, Adam, and I don't know if you noticed this as well, was... They had fewer kiosks open, you know, than they normally do. Like there were some that were just sitting there closed, but um, that was good. What did you try there? I think I, I'm, I don't know if there's less than normal holidays, but yeah, they don't have everyone open for that would be open for like food and wine. Food and wine has like the most, I believe. The best yeah, thing. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, the best thing they have, well, well, one of the best things they have is the cookie stroll where you get, you have to eat the five different cookies and then you get a, but then they stamp your book and then you get a free cookie. Um, I got through two and then I forgot my book in my room the next time I went. So I had to start over. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> I really like the, uh, so I never got, I never got through to the end, but I really like the black and white cookie at the, at the Lahayam kitchen between france and morocco um that's a new york uh jewish uh, staple um did you have anything else at that booth because that was my favorite booth this year i i didn't and i'll i'll the honestly the reason why is uh, it's it's good right they have the pastrami on rye that kind of mm-hmm. stuff um we have that like all over the place here so oh, I try yeah, to, that's true yeah I, yeah I that's to, like, like sending us to um chef Chick-fil-A. Art Smith. well uh, yeah, yeah but i mean art Smith. <laughs> yeah like yeah. people in the south they're kind of like it's okay yeah it's fine <laughs> it's fine so um i had that and i had the linzer cookie that is a shortbread type butter cookie 
with jelly sandwich in the middle. That's at the Bavaria mm-hmm. kitchen in Germany. That's excellent. Uh, it's got a lot of powdered sugar on it, though, so it does, like, blow up in your face when you eat it. So just um, so just be careful of that. And, um, yeah, that stuff's uh, – a lot of that stuff's really good. They have the, um, the Mela Kaliki Maka kitchen, which is, like, mm-hmm. Hawaiian-type themed. That's near the uh, Starbucks, the sort of semi-temporary Starbucks. They have a clue. Wait a minute. Is that temporary? I don't think that's temporary, is it? I thought that was their new permanent. I like the look of it. Yeah, um, I hope it's permanent. Yeah, well, I, I believe I believe that once when I believe that once when the quick service is done, the uh, the new one that's going next to Creation Shop and the name of it escapes me because they just announced it and it's a weird name. It has nothing to do with food, but I believe they're putting a Starbucks in there. Okay. Um, the one, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's not indoors. It's only outdoors, and it's not very large. I mean, maybe they'll keep, maybe they'll keep both. Maybe they'll have both. Yeah, they really should. That's that um, smart, actually. Yeah. So they have the. So anyway, that Melakliki Maka spot is. Uh, they have a Kalua pulled pork, which is really good. And um, that's like not a sandwich. It's like on a plate with some uh, sweet potatoes and mango salad. Um, that's, you know, always good to try if you're interested in that. And then they have a poutine with turkey and turkey, turkey gravy and cranberries. Kind of like Thanksgiving on top of French fries. That's I'll at, take that. That's at the refreshment port near Canada. So there's like a. That's the permanent food stand. They used to, I mean, I believe a while ago they had McDonald's French fries there, but now it's like poutine French fries. So it kind of like comes full circle. I guess. Have y'all been to the little poutine kiosk in um, Disney Springs? No. Just once. I, yeah, I love that place. It is always changing. Like they're always doing different ones. I love some French fries. I love some poutine. This not- been like, what a, oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm not like a fan of it. I want to like it, but I don't. I, maybe I just haven't had good poutine. I thought the kiosk was pretty good. I can't. Yeah. I, mean, I have had poutine again. in Quebec, but it was so long ago. I can't remember like if this was you know fairly accurate or not. I have I to love say, French fries, and I don't really like eat a lot of fried foods on the reg. I eat them more on vacation. So maybe it's just I love it because it's a splurge food for me. It might be. I'll tell you what. As an aside, Quebec, like Montreal, the best food. Like who knew? My husband and I went there for a conference. Yeah, we went there for a conference once, and we just ate our way through that entire town. It was amazing. We're getting way off topic, but yeah, hey, go to Montreal, you'll love it. I can't Um, wait to take the kids there. Yeah, no, it's fantastic, and it's also beautiful. Okay, so I went as well to the festival holidays. I love any of these festivals. And uh, I did enjoy the Laheim booth. I can't say it. Um, I thought that was awesome. But yeah, I think this time of year, there's so much going on, so many holiday things. And by the time the show posts, it'll almost be over. But um, definitely plan your trip for next year, I think. I mean, I think it's the best time of year to go. So it was really hot last weekend for some reason, though. Like, what on earth? In the mid-80s at some points during the day, I yeah. thought it was crazy. 
Like, that's not what I expect from Disney. Somebody needs to fix that. Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. I think, I think that's about it. Do we have anything else new we want to talk about? We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. If you're listening to this before Christmas. That's true. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays. Happy New Year's. Happy holidays. The what are you guys doing bang. for Christmas? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So I got a, we were supposed to go to London, right? And, and so we had this big family trip planned and this trip has been planned for two years now. We had to keep moving it. And so, um, so I have revenge travel, but it has to be easy and it has to be in the States because I don't want to go through lots of testing. And um, Miranda, you haven't had any clients go over to Europe lately, have you? No, not yet. I've got a couple in the works for summer and fall. So Liza has had people go in the fall. Liza's been selling a lot of Greece and a lot of the UK. And she's had people go. And they've really rolled with sort of the testing requirements that change all the time, right? But we didn't want to do that with kids. And so we are going down to Universal. We're staying a couple days there. Then we're going on a cruise for three nights, just three nights over Christmas, because I am so excited that I don't have to cook. And then we're doing our original plan, which was to go to Disneyland. So it's not London. I'm not complaining, though. It's a great trip. And uh, I'm actually trying to get cheaper flights right now as we talk because they just went down. So um, hopefully that'll all work out. What are you doing? What are you guys doing? I'm probably going to be passing you on my way down. I'm leaving Friday with mm-hmm. my daughter and a girlfriend and her daughter. This and Friday? This Friday, day after okay. tomorrow. I haven't packed. I'll be packing tomorrow. <laughs> we are doing um, Universal. We're doing the holiday tour. We're going to do some non-parks Disney stuff. And mm-hmm. What's your non-park food. Disney stuff? Um, what are we doing? We're going to go, uh, get on our Bomacoma. I know that okay. was at the top of my list. Um, we are probably, yes, the Bomacoma. Visit- yes. do me, do me a favor. When you get to yes. the Bomacoma, make yeah. sure you get extra, um, uh, zebra domes for me, please. Absolutely. I'll put them in my purse. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, we, I think we're going to go to the stables, visit the horsies, um, and go check out all the Christmas trees. Probably ride the okay. friendship boats around between boardwalk, beach, and yacht. All of those. Yeah. We're really excited about it. Last year, um, so they they do the castle show for a few nights into January, but I've never, like, seen a posted, like, end date. So last year when I took her, I based it off of when they had ended it the year before, and we missed the holiday castle show. So I told her I would take her back this year for it. We're very excited. You got to go on Seuss Trolley because you, the Christmas stuff over there is fun. I mean, yeah, Dr. Seuss, it's for little kids, but the Christmas stuff and the Grinch and everything, it's so fun. That's so, like the I, big part that sold me on this holiday tour. It's yeah. very Grinch and Whoville heavy. You get some good interaction yeah. and stuff over there. I'll come back and do a full report. Because yeah, definitely. It is so do- precious over there at Christmas. Yeah, we're going to do a show with Adam on, on uh, you know, his experience at Universal. So you can talk about that as well. Just just off the top of your head, how much is one of those tours? 
$69.99, I think is what it was, plus park admission. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's not, and you get a lot. You get a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, Good. you know, right now, in some places, the holiday parties aren't quite what they used to be. But I've compared okay. notes. This has everything, plus I think one or two extra things that they had pre-pandemic. So it looks like the same party. I'm glad you said holiday parties aren't what they were because I have to tell you, we went to the Christmas party on Sunday night, which yeah. was kind of rough because we stayed pretty much until it closed and our flight was at, it was really early. So we got like three and a half hours sleep. The kids were zombies, but it was totally worth it. That was the best party I've ever been to. And I've gone for years to both the Halloween and the Christmas ones when I came. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. First of all, it was sold out. And uh-huh. like, what is this going to be like? Is it going to be super busy? Not in the least. It really? Was kind of, yeah, it was like you could, for the parade, we walked up and got a got a perfect spot. And then again, for the, like right before it, and then for the fireworks, because they did special fireworks, we just went right up to the front. Nobody was upset. There was so much space. It was wonderful. So, um and they had all the snacks. They were free. And the lines looked kind of long, but nobody's paying. So it's just like, here's your popcorn. Here's your popcorn, blah, blah, blah. So it went really fast. I'm telling you, if the parties are like that every year, I would make an effort for my whole family to go. And there's five of us. So that's a lot of money. And I would pay it. It was four hours, but it was mm-hmm. worth every single penny. And my friend... She's she's also a travel agent who's mainly sells Disney. She works for another agency. We've known each other for years. And I always joke that she's my travel agent because she's really good. And lately she's been feeling a little bad about Disney because of the paid fast passes, which, you know, her clients don't like. And, you know, some of the things that are going on and the changes, she doesn't like them. And I was kind of worried about how she would react to everything because I want her to be happy. And I want her to love Disney as much as I do. And she's just like running around. And I'm like, this is the funniest thing ever because I've never seen a person from New York who gets snow all the time so happy with fake snow. She was in heaven. And she was like, this restores my faith. It was the That's best. So, so, so next I'm year, glad you get a to hear that. To go, yes. And now I, I heard mixed reviews on the Halloween party. Yeah, the that's Christmas yeah, I, party, I did. Yeah. Amazing. So how yeah, much did don't... you pay for your tickets? Do you mind me asking? Okay. It was $223 a person. So it was just me uh-huh. and the twins. Um, and you guys know, I don't spend a ton on extras ever. In fact, I just talked a client out of buying Cirque du Soleil tickets because there's so much to do in the parks, you know, first trip, you don't really need to do that. But this, I thought, was worth it. I mean, it was, you get in the holiday spirit, there's music, the cast members were all in a good mood, and it wasn't crowded. It felt like, gosh, I mean, I don't think there were 10,000 people in that park. So um, very positive, and especially right now, when so many Disney fans are not happy about certain things, it's just good for that kind of thing to happen. So also, I just want to talk about one other thing. Adam, you did Genie Plus, right? I did it for one day, yes. 
did you buy the $15 Genie Plus or did you do Lightning Lane or did you do both? <laughs> I did the $15 Genie Plus for a and, day. And we're going to do a separate show on this. We keep saying that. Um, huh. Do you like it? Just like briefly. Um, did I like paying $15 for something that used to be free? No. <laughs> uh, did you like... Um, um, did you like how it worked? It, so I mean, obviously, it doesn't work like Max Pass out in Disneyland. No. So I, I for so uh, it's my understanding that you cannot make if you're an offsite guest, you cannot make your first reservation until park opening. That's, that's how true. right. But somehow, yep. somehow, I was able to buy Genie Plus from my offsite hotel room, and I was able to reserve Kilimanjaro Safari way before park opening even though i wasn't on site so i don't do know do you if, think they did the park times change or what no no because i booked it at 7 30 okay. and that park didn't open i'm pretty sure it didn't open until eight it was animal kingdom and i think that opens huh. at eight i know okay. it was before park opening because i wasn't like rushing to get out there but then once when i saw that i was able to book it i was like mm-hmm. oh i guess i gotta get there now because i'm gonna <laughs> i don't want to miss yeah. my time um so that so so that was that was nice i mean i guess the i guess i found a glitch but it was it worked out for me yeah you know what i don't know if it's a glitch i mean you know we're we're learning about all this stuff as we go as i understood it it, the advantage was seven o'clock for on-site and then park opening for off but you know who knows if there is a glitch, it'll be fixed by the time this airs, probably. Now, the um, other, th- so. the, the one other thing I did like was, so then throughout the, I, I was in Animal Kingdom. I was only able to get something just for, one thing for Animal Kingdom. But I did pretty much everything else I wanted to. I, I could have stayed Animal Kingdom longer and to do, like, Navi River Journey. But mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to. I, I wanted to get to, um, I wanted to get to Epcot. That's where I went, right? Yes, yes, I went to Epcot. Yes, okay. I wanted to get to Epcot, so I booked Test Track at the end of the day for Epcot, and and I'll and honestly, it was like between like seven thirty and eight thirty, and I really wasn't planning on staying that late there. Right. But I just booked it anyway, and then once when the two hour thing came, the, the two hour threshold came, I was able to book something else before that um, in Epcot. So I was able to book Soren, and I was able to book. Uh, Spaceship Earth and Living with the Land. Those were the three I was able to book there. So prior I mean, to test track. Kind of worked. Yeah, you. for that yes. That well, okay. and the other good thing was so then test track went down at that point at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I really didn't really plan on doing it, it still went down and it gave me a anytime fast. It's not a fast pass, I guess. An anytime lightning lane return time whatever the official word is but because it was so late in the day it pushed it to the next day and it knew where i was going to be the next day because of the park wow. reservation so i was in magic kingdom the next day so it gave me an anytime pass for the magic kingdom for the whole day and i didn't have to do anything it did it on its own and it was it was not good for the two rides that are paid uh, extras spaceship right that's space mountain and mine train. I couldn't use it on those, but on the other ones I could have. So 
I don't remember FastPass Plus ever doing that. If something went down at the end of the night, it carrying over to the next day. If that's a new Genie Plus thing, that's good. I think there are good things about it. I, I actually kind of liked some of the suggestions. I know that people are kind of like, oh, I don't want anybody telling me to go eat at X, Y, and Z, you know, because it's, you know, there are fewer people there, you know, that that doesn't benefit me. But I kind of appreciated that. I kind of appreciated at least knowing, you know, hey, ABC Commissary is not busy right now. You can get your food right away. You know, little things like that popping up, I, I thought was kind of interesting. But I loved Lightning Lane. Now, I didn't pay for Genie Plus because we, I, I felt like we didn't necessarily need it. The crowds weren't that bad. But I did want Lightning Lane to try it out. And we got it on Saturday, Saturday night, because we were at Universal during the day. But on, at night, we got that for Space Mountain for the twins. And they, they loved it. And then um, the next day, we did it for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And we did it for Remy. So, I, and I wasn't 100% on whether or not you could park hop with Lightning Lane. And you can't. So I thought that was great. I wish you could buy more, although, frankly, it, it gets expensive. I think for the three of us, for the two rides, it was like it was at least 60 when you add, you know, taxes and everything. But I could see. So I feel like maybe frequent people who go frequently are not necessarily going to want this all the time. But I think first timers and people who obviously have extra money to spend, but also people who maybe. This is their one and done kind of situation. They're the ones who are going to pay for this. So I, I liked it a lot. Um, the only thing it is, it was a little tiny bit stressful because we went, we, we were just going all over the place that day. And so it was tough because we needed to remind ourselves, we got to get back at 730 to go on Remy. And then we've got to hit the party that night. So it was, it was a little harder to kind of schedule. You know, with a free fast pass, you're not really concerned if you miss it. But when you're paying $10 a person for a fast pass, it's a little stressful. So I didn't like that part. And I, I know that I was talking to people while I was in line for a couple of rides, you know, just people chatting. And there was a lot of people on their phones looking at that Disney Genie page and kind of talking and stuff. And one of the things that consistently was coming up with, you know, strangers that I was talking to was they're like, wow, this trip was overplanned before, and now I feel like I'm constantly looking at my phone. So that part is not great. I don't know how you get around that. I It's funny you say that, because then I, be, because you can't really change times. Right. I wasn't looking at my phone as much, because I was like, well, the time is the time, and I can't change it, so I, that I've, I have to accept it, and I have to wait yeah. for the next one. Whereas FastPass Plus, when you had the three, I was always like leapfrogging each one to try to like find the next FastPass. So I was constantly like refreshing and, but it was like a game. So it was kind of yeah. fun in that way. But now yeah, there's no more game. Respect, yeah. <laughs> well, I think so. But you're, you're on a schedule and it definitely is tough. I, I don't know. I, I felt more scheduled with it than I did before. And I, I don't like that feeling. And so it's I'm torn. I I I loved buying those fast passes because I want my kids really wanted those rides. And we really only had the one whole day down there. 
And so we wanted to maximize our time. And I thought, well, this is brilliant because you really can maximize your time. But again, I felt pretty scheduled. And especially anybody who knows me, I, for my own trips, I don't like to be scheduled at all. So that was hard, but I, I'll get used to it. It's fine. I think there's some real pluses to it. And I, again, I think it'll be extremely popular with those people who don't go all the time. So, so we're weirdos. So we have very different, you know, reactions to these things. So, okay. I want to thank everyone for listening. And remember, if you're traveling, look us up at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com or call us at 678-492-5279. We'd be happy to plan your trip and our services are free. Good night, everyone. Merry Christmas. Good night. Happy holidays. Good night.